www.thepeopleshow.org. Hello, hi, it's Trump Day. Yes, breathe it in. Breathe it in. It's your morning ritual. With me, Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. What am I breathing in? The uh, the Trump Day uh, aroma. <laughs> I is that what that is? <laughs> We're going to go with that. Oh We're going to blame it on him. All it's right. silent but deadly. Anyway. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Yes, yes. Three things I think you need to know. This is huge, by the way. The first thing I think you need to know the latest round of texts released by uh, FBI agent Peter Stroke, disgraced one, and his uh, his lover, his paramour, as Tom uh, Del Bacaro called her, Lisa Page, show that apparently Obama knew all about the Hillary Clinton email scandal and everything that was going on. Oh, wow. I mean, this is freaking huge. Uh, Fox had it embargoed until about uh, two hours ago. That's why you've not heard about it till this morning. So I'm going to get that to you in just a second. That is crazy, isn't it? Uh, second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that the Trumpster is calling for a government shutdown if they can't get a deal done on illegal immigration and border security. And some wuss Republicans are like, no, we don't, we don't need that stuff. No, <laughs> no. Oh, baby, this is this is throwing down. This is taking it out, put it on the table. Yes, that's, that's what happens. Third thing I think you need to know. Do you remember back in December there was a gigantic explosion down near the airport? Yeah. The space balloon company, yeah. Worldview Enterprises, that Pima County taxpayers get to, we got to fund the construction of their building and they get to pay, pay below market uh, rents to Pima County. And somehow some judge was like, oh, it's okay, that's all right. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Dopey judge. Anyway, it's being appealed by the Goldwater Institute. But anyway, that explosion caused $200,000 damage to a Pima County-owned building. You think Worldview paid for it? Hell no. Insurance claim. That means the insurance goes up and taxpayers got to foot that bill too. Uh, $200,000 worth of damage. Holy smokes. Three things that I think you need to know. Now, um, let me tell you. This story is is unbelievable. Uh, the information that has come out about the text. And it, listen, the one that includes Obama is huge, but there are others that are almost as huge. I mean, Obama is like out of 100, 450 out of 100 huge. Okay, if I, I know it doesn't make that much sense, but you got to just trust me with that. Okay, you got to just you got to just go with me on that. All right. So this is uh, this is this is ridiculous. Right? This is insane what's happening. So I want you to hear this. Uh, because it's not just about the text that involve Obama, but also the text between these, uh, these two disgraced people that worked at the FBI, or still do work at the FBI, actually. Um, it's, it's kind of insane. So you ready for this? Remember, Lisa Page, uh, I don't know if she, I'm assuming she still works for the FBI. I love how, by the way, Fox News story has newly revealed text messages between FBI paramours, Peter Stroke and Lisa Page. It's like they were listening to the interview we did with Tom Del Beccaro. Anyway, um, the, the texts show 
how they were talking back and forth with each other via text about preparing talking points for James Comey to give Obama a briefing. Because Obama wants to know everything they're doing. What? So again, Lisa Page was the uh, chief counsel to the deputy attorney, uh, or the deputy FBI director. She was like the, I mean, right there. Big shot. Peter Stroke. I think he was in charge of counterintelligence. He was a big shot. FBI, right? Pay, Lisa Page wrote to Peter Stroke on September 2nd, 2016. September 2nd. Two months before the election. She wrote to Peter Stroke September 2nd, 2016 about prepping James Comey, who was then the FBI director, because, quote, ready? POTUS wants to know everything we're doing, end quote. What? So what did Obama, what did Obama know? What did he, what was he, was he behind? What, what was he involved in when it comes to the Clinton email investigation? POTUS wants to know everything we're doing? Is it just about the Hillary email or is it about sabotaging Trump? Do you realize how big this is? They're acknowledging. It literally says POTUS, President of the United States. They were, we need to prep Comey because, quote, POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. This is huge. In texts previously released, remember, Stroke and Page showed how much they hate Trump, calling him, quote, effing idiot among other nice things about him, right? Um, now, the, the guy that just quit two weeks ago, Andrew McCabe, the number two guy, the deputy director, remember, his wife, they're both Democrats, his wife received over $700,000 from a PAC that was the governor of uh, Virginia's right there, Terry McAuliffe, who is uh, a Clinton uh, personal confidant. It's Clinton's people. So all of a sudden, Hillary, who's under investigation, the number two guy, the FBI's wife, gets seven hundred grand in campaign cash to run for a state office in Virginia. She lost, by the way. She was running for state senate. Anyway, the text came November fourth, two thousand fifteen, the day after Jill McCabe, that's Andrew McCabe's wife, lost this Virginia state senate election. Peter Stroke said of the result, "quote Disappointing, but look at the district map." Uh, Loudon is being gentrified, but it's still largely ignorant hillbillies. Good for her running, but curious if she's energized or never again. Huh. Senator Ron Johnson, along with majority staff from the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, released the texts in a report called the Clinton email scandal and the FBI's investigation of it. Right. So there's more. But again, that Obama one, POTUS wants to be briefed on everything we're doing. You think it's the first time? You don't think they had some kind of a roundtable meeting where they're like, what can we do to try to make sure Hillary gets away with it? We don't can't have Hillary go to, you know, press any charges. We can't we, we we're screwed. She's our candidate and we can't have Trump win. What's going on? There were other texts. I believe we know about the September 28th, 2016, just over a month before the election. Peter Stroke wrote to Lisa Page, his mistress. God called up to Andy's, meaning Andy McCabe's earlier, hundreds of thousands of emails turned over by its Anthony Weiner's attorney to the Southern District of New York. Includes a ton of material from spouse, that's Uma, 
Sending team up to review tomorrow. Sending team up tomorrow to review. This will never end. So that's why the text raises questions about FBI. what FBI officials learned of the emails relevant to Hillary's email investigation on the laptop belonging to Anthony Weiner. Because, again, these are top secret, classified, whatever you want to call them, on Anthony Weiner's laptop. It was a full month later, October 28th, 2016, when Jim Comey told Congress, due to recent developments, we are reopening the Clinton email investigation. They sat on it a month until like a week before the election or 10 days before the election. Now, why did they do that? Because people, people mailed in ballots, early ballots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Think about that yep. one. That's what I thought of. I mean, what else? Now, on Election Day 2016, Lisa Page wrote to her lover, Peter Stroke. You ready for this? OMG, this is effing terrifying. Stroke replied, and this is like almost as big as the POTUS thing. OMG, I am so depressed. And later that month, on November 13th, so five days after the election, Lisa Page wrote, quote, I bought all the president's men. Figure I need to brush up on Watergate. They were thinking about impeaching Trump, trying to figure out a way, five days after he won the election. Thus, when did, when the, did Maxine start I got, yelling th- at? Thus, 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 probably in January, when, when she was told, when they came up with the plan. Thus, the Christopher Steele uh, uh, dossier. Remember McCain and Jan- that story came out in January of last year. McCain, oh yeah, I, I gave it to Jim Comey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they knew about it. They used it for the warrant. Then they were going to expose it. They only wanted that to get the warrant. This is what I. This is my guess. They only wanted that dossier. They lied to a judge. Didn't say who paid for that that dossier. If they said, "Hey, judge, look at this dirt we have on Trump. Eh? One of his guys. I mean, we look at this guy Carter Page. I mean, of course, Hillary and the DNC paid for this report. But I mean, it's legit. I swear, it's legit." Judge would be like, wait a second. You want me to give you a warrant to spy on somebody linked to your opponent's campaign? I mean, what? No. I think once Trump won, they're like, maybe we can spread this stuff and use this and start bringing a Russia thing. Even though it looks obviously that with this, we talked about it yesterday, that second dossier that was coming out and the other memo, anti-Trump memo written by Stroke, I'm sorry, written by Steele, it showed that he was getting information from Russians themselves. Hillary was paying, and Russians were funneling info to Hillary's confidants who were giving it to this guy. So that's the collusion between Russia. It was always Hillary with them. Russia really wanted Hillary to win because she was a pushover. She was going to let them keep exporting their, their energy. And she didn't. She wasn't going to let us do it, so Russia was going to make money. Now we're doing it. We're driving down the price. Russia's going broke. It's the only thing they have. So I think they were leery- They were really using this dossier then. It was like a, a second part thing. Well, if we start planning stories about Russia, Trump, Trump, Russia, and start getting the media behind it, when we feed them this stuff, they'll, we, maybe we can impeach them on that. And that. I'm telling you, that's what it is. He's ready for this. That was November 13th, 2016. Lisa Page. I bought all the president's men. Figure I need to brush up on Watergate. The next day, November 14th, 2016, Lisa Page wrote, quote, God, being here makes me angry. Lots of highfalutin national security talk. Meanwhile, we have our task ahead of us. And ours in all caps. What's their task? Getting Trump impeached? 
planting stories. So that's why, I mean, to know POTUS is involved, again, is 450 out of 100. But to me, the text, meanwhile, we have our task ahead of us, is like 445 out of 100. I think it's that big. Yeah. Is that, remember the insurance policy? We have our task in front of us. Now, these were all released in this report. They better subpoena these two and say, what what does all this stuff mean? The last text is from Page to Stroke. June 23rd, 2017, she wrote, please don't text me ever again. We don't know if she got mad or realized the texts were discovered. Hmm. This is this is huge today. This is huge again. And again, this is not I wish. Look, we are in a um, social media world of instant likes, instant this, instant that. And everybody gets mad. I get mad. You get mad. My wife gets mad. I want people to go to jail now. Why? Why are they going to? You can't just throw people in prison. Why not? That's my wife. And I'm like, whoa, okay there, Banana Republic lady. Easy. Not just because she shops there, but she wants to be a dictator yeah, where like they the can shirts. just go do that, you know? <laughs> All right, take, take it down a notch, lady. Take it down a notch. Um, this is this is just incredible stuff. 880-KNST, 880-5678. What is your reaction to this? Do you think this is finally to... And by the way, there are more. There are going to be thousands more texts coming out as well this this is just this is just getting started but somebody better do something about this this is insane insane we will continue in about uh five minutes 624 morning ritual with me garrett lewis knst am 792 son two the most stimulating talk in talk yes i 631 but i am good looking it's not a joke we gotta fire that guy. Anyway, I already did. He's okay, gone. good. Thank you. He'll thank us. Now we can't hire a replacement. <laughs> <laughs> they cut that from the budget right when I did that. <laughs> Sad but true. Uh, listen, it's gonna be another really, really nice day outside. Um, we're looking in the uh, the upper seventies because that's just I mean that's where it's how we are. Fifty outside right now. Uh, really quick, let's go to Don. Don, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hey, gentlemen, good morning. Hi. If people are wondering why the Russians would want to see Hillary Clinton win the election, oil and energy is a big reason. The Russians get a lot of their revenue by selling oil. All of their they revenue. They want to have a very high oil price. So they wouldn't want to see America producing more oil. They don't like fracking because that pushes down the price of oil and that costs them money. Also, Eastern Europe and Western Europe rely a lot on Russia or their energy, and that's leverage that the Russians hold over Western and Eastern Europe. They can threaten to cut off the gas supply, cut off the oil supply. But if America emerges as an alternate source of energy for Eastern and Western Europe, that costs Russia a lot of political influence. Listen, man, listen, man, hang on, slow down. You've made great points. I've been saying this for like a year and a half now, maybe two years, because that's why Russia went into the Ukraine. They wanted their their oil and gas supplies. They wanted to take them over because they that their Russia is broke. They people hate Putin, but they can't do anything about it because then if they hate they they say they hate him, they're dead. So they, there's no way that Russia wanted Trump to win. It's I, I'm pissed that other people don't say that. 
politicians. It's so obvious. It's clear as day. It is. You're right. There's, they're, they're missing a lot of, of, of uh, obvious facts out there. So you just got to keep reminding people. I mean, Hillary Clinton was going to support the environmentalists. She was yep. going to cut back on fracking. She was going to cut back on oil drilling. And I've said this Russia before. Isn't it incredible that... We have been wanting Anwar for decades now. I remember when Bush tried to get Anwar, and then he backed down. Trump got Anwar like it was nothing, and there wasn't really much, much done or said or reported by the media on it. That's huge. Well, to them, it was a loss to them. It was a loss to them. They don't want to talk about it. I know. I know. To them, that was a loss. I know, but again, and we have that, but how about that huge story this morning, man? The fact that uh, in these texts, POTUS wants to be updated on everything. This, mm-hmm. is, this, is, unbe- this is unbelievable. This is, this is just, this is crazy. This is nuts. Uh, follow the evidence. Yep. Follow the evidence. Thank you, Don. I appreciate it, man. I said that first. Anyway, um, <laughs> this, is, this is crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. All right, so uh, who's potentially going, going to go to jail? I, I love when you say this. Come on. I, no. I, I, may, Send them all in there. I don't know. All right, theoretically, could Barack Obama be called into court and possibly go to jail? Over some sort of sedition charged with or something. something. Yeah, I mean, I he could be charged with uh, espionage. I, I, Does that even I don't know. Work? If it's, I don't know if it's espionage. It's not, it's not spying on it. I don't know what it is. To be, I, it's just the fact that he wants to know about this. Maybe it's corruption. Maybe it's obstruction of justice. Maybe it's obstruction of justice because he w- was trying to come up with a plan to make sure Hillary would not be charged. Right. To me, that's obstruction. Yeah, but I'm not a lawyer. But I did stay to Holiday Express list. Anyway, 635. We'll have more on that. Uh, and also, by the way, you got to hear what the Trumpster said about shutting down the government if there's no deal on illegal immigration. And then some rhino wuss Republican, what, what she tried to do, and then hit the way he stopped her. Oh, this is just epic. It's coming up in five. Right now, here's the latest from Fox. It's your wife. Ah, I always step on the wife. Lady Friendly Doritos. That was a big topic in my house last night. My wife was pissed. I knew she would be. She didn't like my joke when I said lady-friendly Doritos. I thought they were salads. She just glared at me. And in my mind, I said, shh. But I never actually would have actually said. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Follow me on Twitter, by the way, at Garrett Lewis. I'm going to tweet some things. I'm going to put up this story, by the way, on my Facebook page as well. I'll tweet it out and Facebook at facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. The first thing I think you need to know, this is the big one. Uh, texts between Peter Stroke and Lisa Page now show that they uh, they they were going to brief Jim Comey. Jim Comey wanted a briefing uh, because he was going to go talk to President Obama. This is in 2016 because POTUS wanted to be updated on everything. Everything. This is not a joke. This is huge. Obama wanted to know everything we're doing, is what the text said. POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. Then, after the election, Lisa Page texted her lover, November 14th, and said, um, God, being here makes me angry. Lots of, maybe the FBI, lots of highfalutin national security talk. Meanwhile, we have our task ahead of us. Uh-oh. She bought all the president's men. This is This is bad. Second thing. That I think you need to know the Trumpster threatening a government shutdown if he can't get border security. The guy knows the art of the deal. We'll, we'll play the sound bites for you in a minute. Third thing, I think you need to know that big blast back in December down near the airport, thanks to a space balloon blowing up from uh, Worldview Enterprises. You know, Pima County taxpayers get to pay for their building and everything else. 
It cost $200,000 in damage to a Pima County-owned building. And they didn't pay, by the way. It was an insurance claim. Beautiful, right? Three things I think you need to know. So then when the insurance goes up, we get to pay for it again. I mean, what a hell of a... Hell of a job, Brownie. All right, so um, let's... Um, Oh, by the way, I got a great email on the, uh, the, the the text messages. What we have here is a plot to overthrow the government of the United States. We have intent and overt acts. That's conspiracy, and the attorney general is nowhere. I'm telling you, somebody owns him. That's You might be onto something. You might be onto something. This is really crazy stuff. Uh, the Trumpster. Thinking about getting real tough when it comes to the, uh, the government and the shutdown. Granted, the House just passed something. Is he just is is this all part of the uh, the art of the deal, right? I, anyway, the House passed a budget. You heard with Fox News, the temporary one to fund to fund the government. What for another month or so? Uh, and the Senate, Mitch McConnell's like, we're not going to shut down the government over anything. Blah 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 blah. Okay, but the Trumpster. Let's play uh, first number one thirty one. The Trumpster seems kind of tick. Like I think he's like, listen, we got the Democrats in a box. Uh, I want to get a deal done on illegal immigration. And if we can't get it done, I think we should shut down the government, basically, and blame the Dems. Do you think it would work? Listen to the president. Here we go. This is yesterday at a roundtable. Here we go. Frankly, I'll go a step further. If we don't change the legislation, if we don't get rid of these loopholes where killers are allowed to come into our country and continue to kill gang members, and we're just talking about MS-13, there are many gang members that we don't even mention. If we don't change it, let's have a shutdown. We'll do a shutdown. And it's worth it for our country. I'd love to see a shutdown if we don't get this stuff taken care of. So we have to strengthen our borders, not by a little bit, but by a lot. We are so far behind the time. And by the way, the world is laughing at us because they can't believe these policies. They don't have it. I could name 15 of them right now. No other country in the world has what we have. And we're going to get it stopped. And if we have to shut it down because the Democrats don't want safety and unrelated but still related, they don't want to take care of our military, then shut it down. We'll go with another shutdown. Kind of kind of tough, huh? And uh, Congresswoman Barbara Comstock, a, uh, a Republican. Um, swamp creature, right? She was very, uh, well, just let's say unhappy with what, uh, with what the president said. And she, at the round table, said this. Here we go. And I would implore, since I am just over the river and live right by the CIA, and Sheriff Chapman is, is uh, my sheriff of my largest county, uh, we don't need a government shutdown on this. We really do. I think both uh, sides have learned that a government shutdown was bad. It wasn't good for them. And we do have bipartisan support on these things. I think we need to um, talk about these cases that are going on. We've had over eight or so. I've got, I mean, the Washington Post has done some actual great reporting. These are all what? stories about the ga- gang killers recorded a teen's final moments. Uh, people here live in fear just seven miles from the White House. They've been covering this, and people know on a bipartisan basis this problem, and we can't. We're not getting support from the Democrats. I mean, you can say what you want. We're not getting support from the Democrats right. on you put this, this bill legislation. up in the Senate. Ooh. You will see a lot of. We have to get that. They are not supporting us. Not allow the secretary to be able to stop them at the border, and if they're here, get them out uh, quickly, and have that alone be the deportable offense. Thanks, Barbara. 
Yeah, thanks. Okay. He gave her kind of way. He gave her kind of look. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Now, what you have to know is this. Barbara Comstock, a Comstock, a Republican congresswoman, right? Her district? Virginia. Virginia district in the suburbs of Washington, D.C., loaded with federal workers that would not get paychecks if there is a government shutdown. So she's against it. She's being targeted right now, right? Hillary beat Trump by 10 points in her district, but that, again, that's where federal workers are. So that's why she doesn't want this. And did she, she really brought up the Senate bill? And I'm thinking, which Senate bill was she talking about? Was she talking about the John McCain one where they don't fund the wall at all, but they fund a study? So he's like, all right, whatever. All right, uh uh-huh. You don't think that he shut her down because he knows exactly what she's about? The fact that, again, she might lose her job because her district represents a lot of federal workers? And you heard Trump say, if we have a shutdown, if we have to shut it down because Democrats don't want safety and unrelated, but still related, they don't want to take care of our military, then shut it down. Because he knows we'll win this. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Just, I'm telling you, this is, uh, what's the media going to say? Who cares what the media says? They tried to blame this on Republicans and it backfired, right? I mean, think about it. Trump's saying, "I listen, we're shutting the government down because they won't give us the funding to secure the border. They won't give us money. They won't do the deal. He knows how to own the narrative. You think it's a good move? And again, you don't hear a lot of reporters going, well, Barbara Comstock's disagreeing because she's trying to save her own butt. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, thanks, Barbara. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Go away. Um, we will continue at 6.50 now on KNST AM 790. Uh, Jeff Flake, what a snowflake this guy is. Now we have basically what looks like a plot to overthrow the government. Really, the listener's right. A plot to, these emails coming out, you have the Democrats uh, trying to cover up the FBI people that hated Trump. They're trying to cause it like a coup, lying to FISA court judges, withholding information, all this stuff to spy on a, an American citizen to try to stop a political opponent from winning, and Jeff Flake doesn't say a damn word about this stuff, right? Like, not a stinking word, right? Nothing. But he is upset that the president joked around about Democrats that didn't actually stand up for good things in the country, like wages up, unemployment down for black and Hispanic Americans. Yeah, treason, yeah. He, like, lost his mind and thinks the president is serious and went to the Senate floor about this. Wait till you hear. What Senator Snowflake, this guy is literally, literally a joke. Like, he is mental. Like, beyond, he really is. He's got issues. He is not fit to serve. He, it, It's like he's he's like a, a renegade. Anyway, anyway, wait till you hear it. It's coming up. We'll get to it in about three minutes. 6.51. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792. Sounds most stimulating talk. Oh, no, 133. 133. President in uh, Cincinnati. A couple days ago, here we go, listen to this. Hit play. And it got to a point where I really didn't even want to look too much during the speech over to that side, because honestly, it was bad energy. No, it was bad energy. You're up there, you've got half the room going totally crazy wild. They loved everything, they want to do something great for our country. And you have the other side, even on positive news, really positive news, like that, they were like death <laughs> and un-American. Hmm. 
un-American. Somebody said treasonous. I mean, yeah, I guess why not? Right? Can we call that treason? Why not? I mean, they certainly didn't seem to love our country very much. So then Jeff Flake, again, ignoring the fact that we have insiders in the deep state trying to overthrow our government and impeach a man because they don't like him. He goes to the Senate floor, mentally ill Jeff Flake, number 134, uh, and he's, he's very upset with the word treason. Here we go. Listen to this. I have seen the president's most ardent defenders use the now weary argument that the president's comments were meant as a joke. They were. Just sarcasm. Only tongue-in-cheek. But treason is not a punchline, Mr. President. Have we arrived at such a place of numb acceptance that we have nothing to say when a president of the United States casually suggests that those who choose not to stand or applaud his speech are guilty of treason? I certainly hope not. One who levels such a charge knows neither the meaning of treason nor the power that the words of a president carry. This guy sounds like a lot of fun. And if we are numb to such words, then we will surely regret that we failed to defend our colleagues in the Congress against such a vile remark. Oh, boy. But our silence will also mark the day that we failed to recognize that this conduct in an American president simply is not normal. Words matter. Why did your son drop the N-word so much? Called himself N-word killer. And the anti-Jew stuff. And gay slurs. This is what's important to you, you mentally ill fool. More on the uh, possible overthrow of the government. New texts reveal Obama knew about the Hillary scandal. It's coming up. Like a baby's butt. She was digging it. We have a six-month-old. Literally, I felt his tush, her face. I'm like, your face is like our son's tush. Anyway, it's your morning ritual. Don't even say it. Well, it's a good thing it doesn't have diaper rash. Well, maybe it does. Anyway, oh. it's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know, and these are incredible. I mean, this is just when you thought you couldn't get another bombshell. Holy smokes, this is breaking this morning. Number one, new texts released by Senator Ron Johnson. These texts are between the FBI lovers, the affairs, uh, the agent Peter Stroke and the FBI uh, legal counsel lady, Lisa Page, his his, uh, mistress. The texts show that they were to prepare talking points for James Comey because he was going to brief President Obama who wanted to know everything they're doing. What? Oh, yeah, and it even gets even even more insane. I mean, they all were in on this. They were all in on the Hillary scandal, everything, the spying on Trump. I'm telling you, it's all there. I'll get to that in a second. Second thing, uh, I think you need to know Uh, And this is another big one. The Trumpster calling for a government shutdown. If you can't get the border security that's needed, Uh, you can't crack down on illegal immigration. He's like, you know what? The Dems don't want border security. We'll shut it down. America will know. Dems don't want to keep you safe. And, of course, one wussified Republican, no, we will never win. It's never any good. Of course, her district represents a lot of federal federal workers that would... uh, not have a paycheck for a little bit. How about that one, huh? Uh, by the way, the House passed a uh, spending bill, stopgap stop gap spending bill to avert the shutdown. The Senate's going to look at it. They'll send it back. Deadline is Thursday. Thursday. That's tomorrow. Second thing. Uh, third thing, I'm sorry. Third thing that I think you need to know. Uh, big blast in December over, to, over by the airport. It was uh, the space balloon. World of the Enterprise, one of the space balloons blew up. 
Now we find out it costs $200,000 worth of damage to a Pima County building. You think Worldview paid for it? Hell no. Insurance. Insurance cut a check, which means the rates go up and the taxpayers will pay more. Three things that I think you need to know. Now, I want you to hear this. Again, and I'm putting this on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. I'll tweet it out. Uh, Fox News had the exclusive. The new text messages between Stroke and Page. Among the thousands of texts reviewed by Fox News. Right? Again, remember at one point they both worked for Robert Mueller. Mueller kicked this guy off. Remember back uh, in, in the summer of last year? Didn't tell anybody because it was anti-Trump stuff. They found out about his texts. Um... September 2nd, 2016, a text from Lisa Page to her FBI agent boyfriend, and she was an FBI lawyer, Peter Stroke. September 2nd, 2016, she sent him a text about prepping Jim Comey because, quote, POTUS, that's President of the United States, that's Obama at the time, POTUS wants to know everything we are doing. With what? The because they were they were investing investigating the Hillary Clinton email scandal. Remember, remember that she sent the email months before that, laughing in the text, or she sent the text to her boyfriend, stroke saying it was brave of Attorney General Loretta Lynch, saying that she would defer to the FBI whatever they want, charge or don't charge Hillary, we'll do whatever they tell us to do. And she said very courageous of her, of of Loretta Lynch, knowing that there wouldn't be charges anyway. It was an all inside job. But September sixth, uh, September second, they POTUS wanted to know everything we're doing, everything we're doing. That was September second, September twenty eighth. If you recall, Peter Stroke wrote in a text to his his lover, Lisa Page. God called up to Andy McCabe's earlier. He's the number two guy at the FBI that just resigned or got kicked out a couple weeks ago. Hundreds of thousands of emails turned over by Anthony Weiner's attorney to the Southern District of New York includes a ton of material from spouse Uma Abedin. That's Hillary's right-hand woman. Sending team up tomorrow to review. This will never end. That was September 28th. It was only a month later, October 28th, 2016, when Jim Comey told Congress, due to recent developments, we are now reopening the Clinton email investigation. Obama wanted to know if there were any things happening. It's obvious. He wanted to know if there were any things that were going on, right? Anything that was going on. Uh, Is this an overthrow of the government? What is going Is this inside work? Is this obstruction of justice? What is it? We'll hear about this for the overthrow of the government. Election Day 2016. Lisa Page wrote to her lover, Peter Stroke, OMG, this is effing terrifying. Right? OMG, this is effing terrifying. And Stroke replied, this is Stroke, the FBI agent. OMG, I'm so depressed. Now, later that month, November 13th, five days after the election, Lisa Page wrote to her lover, I bought all the president's men. Figure I need to brush up on Watergate. Wasn't that a movie? That's the movie, isn't it? All the president's men. I never saw it. Me either. Might have to now. So they were thinking about impeaching, trying to figure out a way to get Trump out of office five days. These are FBI employees, high level. Again, she was the chief legal counsel to, I believe, the deputy director of the FBI or the number three guy, the FBI, one of them. She is high up there. And she, we need to, well, we got to figure out how to get rid of this guy. This is, you know, you look at um, the secret society. Remember that phrase? Now, here we go. You ready? 
That was November 13th that she sent that. November 14th, the next day, Lisa Page, 2016, wrote, quote, God, being here makes me angry. Lots of highfalutin national security talk. Like, that's bad. And then she wrote, meanwhile, we have our task ahead of us. Our, oh, you are. So were there like secret society meetings? Brushing up on Watergate? Our task is to somehow get Trump impeached? Get him out of office? That's what it looks like to me. Does it not look that way to you? 880-KNST. 880-5678. This is, again, I'm telling you, my gut, you got to trust your gut sometimes, right? You got to have instinct, got to trust your gut. My gut tells me this is the biggest scandal that will ever hit this country. It's going to take a little bit, might be a year from now, that we look back and say, holy crap, can you believe what happened? When you see perp walks. Obama was in, I mean, you try to protect the president in any way. You don't want to leave him out there. He he, he has to be able to plead ignorance to every, I was not aware. Oh no, I don't oh, no. You're always supposed to try to protect the president. But he wanted updates from Comey. You want to talk about, remember the media made a big deal when Trump, oh, Trump looked at Comey. Are you loyal? You look at you loyal. Come on, let take it easy on Flint. Oh, that's obstruction. It's obstruction. What about obstruction now? Where are these same media members to say it's obstruction that POTUS wanted to know everything they're doing about the Hillary Clinton email investigation. That Does that not scream obstruction? That's what it said. POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. So Comey was going to stroll into the White House, into the Oval Office, and say, Hey, Mr. President, Here's what my agents are doing to try to stop Hillary stuff from really getting out there. This is the latest they have. All right, form a game plan to try to spin it so it's not that big of a deal. Go. That's, again, my gut telling me this, right? This will be the biggest scandal in American history. Scandal and cover-up. I mean... They're trying to cover up, yeah. Next to the, uh, you know, the alien UFO connection. Oh, here we that's go. That's being hidden by the here government. Here we go. Uh, yeah, this this will definitely top that. Barely, though. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. 880-KNST. 880-5678. Um, this should be the lead story everywhere. This is breaking this morning. You are hearing it first because it just happened. It literally just happened. Is anybody but talk radio and Fox talking about it? I mean, I haven't seen what uh, Mika's face is saying this morning, but anyway. Uh, let's go to April. April, welcome to KNST. Hello. April? She couldn't hang on, huh? Way to go, Ryan. You tell me to take phone calls, and that's what happens. Must have been the UFOs. Mm. So what do you think? Yeah. When did Obama know these things? How much do you think he knew? Man. This is, I mean, these are facts. You can't deny this stuff. Anytime I look up at CNN, which I really don't watch, to be honest with you, but you look up at CNN or MSNBC or any of the the networks, and if they start talking about Russia, Trump, Trump, Russia collusion, I mean, they're going to bury themselves even more, right? Even more. This... 
This is truly, I, I, I'm not trying to just be dramatic. This is huge. And I think I'm downplaying it to not sound like, like I'm out of control. But this is huge. POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. So he has known about this. When April called in, she wanted to read us the definition of treason. And I think it does fit. It's a, the crime of betraying one's country, especially by attempting to kill the sovereign or overthrow the government. Maybe, and, maybe, maybe might be you know killing it. You know, there's no there's no talk of killing yet. Yeah. Well, maybe Jeff Flake should say, uh, "All right, the president was he has no sense of humor. The president was joking about treason. This is not a joke, right here. We have our job ahead of us. Yep. 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 Obstruction, treason, you name it. My God. Seven nineteen eight eight zero KNST. 8805678 um this is uh this is a historic day and again this is not the end of the emails by the way no 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 there are more that are coming out this this is just and the government the deep state is trying to stop it i have a story on that as well don't go anywhere it is your morning ritual and by the way you could tweet me at garrett lewis you could email me garrett at knst.com what do you think as well uh, we will continue. I'll put this up on my Facebook page. Like me and follow me. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Fuck. 726, thank you for hanging out. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow, please, uh, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. That way we can stay in touch. Okay? I'm already getting the emails. Um... <clears throat> Why does it matter? Nothing is going to happen to these people. I know. Listen, I guess until we see it, I hear you. Maybe I'm being an optimist and my wife makes fun of me for it and I get it and that's fine. But what the hell, man? What the hell? Um, I, I, I trust me. I'm just as frustrated as you. And we're not lawyers and these people always seem to have outs and I get it. But I mean, enough is enough. Okay. Um. These text messages are literally insane, though. I'm telling you, it's not just the Hillary Clinton email. It's got to be also uh, spying on Trump. I'm telling you, and I made that point in the last hour. If you're just tuning in, I want to make sure you get it again. I'm telling you, they had this dossier. They got the dossier because they just wanted to be able to spy on Trump. And then after Trump somehow miraculously won, they figured out how can we impeach him. And I'm telling you, they were going to use the the dossier. Let's create a narrative. It's got to be the Russia-Trump thing. Let's go with the narrative of uh, Russia helped Trump win, which literally makes no sense because, again, there's no way Russia wanted Trump to win because they wanted Hillary in there so they could continue to export energy. That's the only way Russia makes money. They knew Trump wanted to unleash our energy. Hillary wanted to destroy it. She wanted to put coal miners out of business. You name it. There's no way they wanted to win. Uh, they wanted Trump to win. So it, they, they just went with this narrative afterward. It was like a two-part usage of this dossier telling you that's exactly what it is. This is uh this is crazy, isn't it? This is nuts. Hmm. Um, and I understand why people are very, very, very apprehensive. Let's put it that way. Very apprehensive. So we have that. By the way, I just want to update you on something else as well. Uh I think Brian is a pushover. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him and everything else. But when it comes to John McCain's ridiculously stupid, and there's, there's obviously a lot wrong with John McCain, 
his stupid idea of pushing forward a pathway to citizenship for illegal aliens in exchange for no funding for the wall, but a, a study. We're going to pay for a study to figure out how to actually secure the border, right? Paul Ryan dropped a bomb yesterday. He said, listen, this whole idea about an amnesty, not happening. He told reporters, quote, and how about this? We're not going to bring immigration legislation through that the president doesn't support. Just like that. Let me be very clear about this. We'll take a bill that the president supports so we look, put it this way. President Trump made a very serious and sincere offer of goodwill with reforms that he sent to the Hill. You know that one that I think he just used to set up the Democrats? That's what we should be working off of. Those are bipartisan negotiations the majority leader is conducting on our behalf. We're not bringing, going to bring him immigration legislation through that the president uh, doesn't support. So it's got to be something the president supports. That's it. Nothing else. Case closed. Whether it's the Democrats, whether it's John McCain, and let's face it, there's really no difference between the two. So... You got to have a little bit of faith there, don't you? The fact that he actually come up and and just do that and say that. Doesn't that make sense? I think so. I think so. Um, uh, There is, uh, there's so much else that we have to get to as well. Listen, I I would, I don't even know what people can actually say though, because I think people are literally, they've had enough. They've had enough of these people getting away with this. And I really think the only way, and I think Trump knows this, by the way, just to get back one more time to these, these text messages that are just ridiculously huge. Uh, people have no faith in government being held accountable. We think government literally is, is out of control, right? I and mean, we do. It's out of control, and they get away with everything. And that's why Trump was elected, because we're sick of these same guys over and over. He's not the same politician. They get away with everything they do. There are never consequences. And yet, we always get caught doing everything, right? We can never get away with anything when it comes to this stuff. But... They do. I hope Trump pushes enough, right? I hope I hope they push enough to sit back and say, and Trump does, these people need to pay the price. And by the way, that's why I really think that Trump knew he was going to run for president 20 years ago. Waiting for the right time. He made sure there were no skeletons in his closet and he was collecting dirt on everybody, everybody. Because you look at these damn emails, right? You look at these emails. You got to ask yourself the two questions. What did the president know? Right? POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. And then what is our task? And this is what Jeff Flake and these meatheads, these meatheads should be saying. They should be all over TV and radio saying this right now. How do you spin this if you're the mainstream media, by the way? How do you do it? Anyway, uh, we'll get to that. 732 now on KNSD AM790. Did you see the Super Bowl? Did you watch it? Did you watch the halftime show with Justin Timberlake? I thought it was pretty boring. Stupid. It's always overhyped. It never really... Prince was pretty good when he did his, with the phallic symbol and stuff like that. But at least he could play instruments, and it was, you know, it was there. Well, I really liked the last one. The last time Justin Timberlake was on the Super Bowl, he was really good. The nipple. Yeah. Yeah. That was was exciting. His nipple. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, Janet. He and Janet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, sure. So uh, <laughs> apparently NPR, which I've never understood why we pay for this through our tax dollars, NPR 
has apparently, you ready for this? I mean, we're broke as a government. NPR somehow, they have a music critic. Why? Why? We have to make cutbacks left and right in the private industry. We don't have a music critic. NPR is a music critic. Wait till you hear what the NPR music critic. You're going to love this. Maybe she got this uh, from college classes. What she had a problem with when it came to Justin Timberlake's halftime performance. I just thought it was boring. But what she said, it will blow your mind. It's coming up in about uh, five minutes right now at 733. Here's the latest on KNST from Fox. Yes. Hello. Happy Trump Day 741. It is. It's sunny. It's going to be warm. We've heard all this. I'm telling you, things are going all right. The uh, the snakes are being exposed. The cockroaches are scurrying because the sunlight is shining on them. This is a great thing. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Number one, this is re- uh, related to it. And I just put it up on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, please. Um, text reveal that Obama knew about... The Hillary email scandal, trying to make, trying to get updates on it to make sure nothing would happen. He was involved. And the Russia-Trump stuff and spying on Trump. Texts reveal that between the two lovers at the FBI, Stroke and Page, POTUS, they had to get uh, Jim Comey information because POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. He was going to brief Obama. POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. About what? The Hillary scandal? They were investigating it. The dossier, the Russia-Trump stuff, the spying? Oh, my goodness. This is huge. Second thing that I think you need to know, President Trump said he's willing to shut down the government over the Dems not doing anything to secure the border. That's very interesting, isn't it? Would America be behind that? Yeah, you know what? Shut down the government. You better secure the border. You better build the wall. Interesting take, huh? By the way, the House uh, passed a bill to uh, continue funding the government for the next, uh, what, month or so, two months, whatever it might be. Senate's Working with, they'll send it back. The deadline's tomorrow. Then it has to go to the president to sign. What if he doesn't sign it? Third thing I think you need to know. uh, Remember the big blast that took place? The big explosion uh, down by the airport in December? Worldview Enterprises, one of their space balloons, exploded. Well, now we find out it cost $200,000 in damage. $200,000 in damage to a Pima County-owned building, right? To a Pima County-owned building. And... You think Worldview paid for it? Hell no. It was insurance payment. So guess who gets to pay for the rates increase? Uh, We do. Three things I think you need to know. So we will get back to the memo. We do have some very huge local news as well. We'll get to in the next hour. Uh, Pima County not wanting to take border security seriously. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, but I need you to hear this too, because you pay for this in your tax dollars. I do. Imagine whatever you do for a job, you get to fund your uh, competition. If it really is a competition, we get to pay taxes somehow. I guess the government still thinks there's a need for NPR, despite the fact there are, uh, like, I don't know, what is it? 50,000 radio stations across the country. And then you have internet, you have podcasts, you have all kinds of ways to connect and give out information. Why are we paying for NPR and like PBS? Why are we doing that? There's no reason. Because hosts who talk like this exactly. cannot make it on the We radio. have a very important uh, uh, report on the caribou and what they eat for breakfast on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Yellow squash is best prepared as a <laughs> it's so bad dish. And we like to uh, just be here because people have this elitist, pretentious attitude that if they listen to NPR. They're more intelligent than anybody else. Don't forget, you can donate to us yes. now and write it off your taxes yes, later. Yes, and you can get a sweet bag you'll never use that's really not very <laughs> sweet. 
Anyway, so um, <laughs> NPR, which wastes our money as we're $20 trillion in debt, uh, they actually have, again, even more waste. I didn't realize that they have a music critic. A music critic. Who doesn't listen to NPR to hear music critics? Well, wait. Do they know, even play music? I... They were like, no, I, I don't, I don't, I honestly, I gotta be honest, I've never listened except for like two seconds where I heard that report on the caribou and I'm like, this is awful. Like, how do people listen Are you to serious? this? Yeah, caribou? I happened to tune in. There was some kind of a random report on caribou. Well, you can't get this anywhere else. Yeah, there's a reason because nobody cares. You know, nobody wants to know unless you live where there are caribou in Alaska. Anyway. So, uh, apparently the music critic was talking about Justin Timberlake's halftime show. Now, listen, my wife was a critic. You know what she said? It sucked. It was boring. You know what? I said the same thing. Did you see it, Jasmine? Did you see the Justin Timberlake? You didn't see it? Good for you. I saw it. What do you think? I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. There was nothing like, wow, what a performance. I can appreciate that. It was boring. I can appreciate that this guy can run around for 13 and a half yes, minutes. straight. And and not miss a dance move. And Fine. Saying all but that But it stuff. was boring, and he's not Billy Joel. Bye. <laughs> you put Billy Joel up there. I'm watching. Sit the man at the piano. Play some tunes. I'm in. It's a crime, by the way. Let me just say, it's a crime in this country that Billy Joel has never asked to play halftime at the Super Bowl. What was his last album that came out maybe this year, last year, year before? Uh, his albums are so good, he doesn't need new ones, yet he sells out Madison Square Garden every single month. Forty Every concert he does, he sells out. Every His music is so good, he doesn't need to make new music. It's all the old stoners. They just like him. I'm going to punch, I'm going <laughs> to jump over this. I'm punch. When I went for my 40th birthday last April to see him at the Garden, and I pants? hate that place, by the way, because the Rangers play there. It's like Terrorist Central. Anyway, so I go there. You should have seen him. My, my wife was even amazed. And it's the third time she's seen him, fourth time I've seen him. She's like, I still can't get over how many younger people. And they dig it. The best, Jerry. The best. Anyway, let's play the um, <laughs> Ann Powers. I got nothing. Yeah, you damn right you have nothing. Ann Powers is the music critic for NPR. She might as well be a college professor. This is what she said she had a problem with. With the Justin Timberlake performance. Here we go. Justin Timberlake's entire career and art is based on his ability to be smooth, to create music that seduces us with references to the past, with appropriations, with artful mixes, and never quite shows any struggle. But we are living in a moment of struggle, and we want our pop music to also reflect that struggle and frankly timberlake now embodies that phrase so often spoken today white male privilege what Uh, it's Uh, just not uh, a good look for 2018 and it's really in some ways not his fault it's just who he is he's just a jerk because he's a white male i mean he can't help it but he's just he's just evil we're we're living in a struggle the economy is booming terrorists are dying Unemployment is down. People are getting jobs and their their paychecks are going up. Beer's on sale. Yeah, there you go. But we are in a struggle. So basically what she wants, this government-funded NPR broad, what she wants is he should have just written a song about how bad Trump is and Trump's a racist and Trump sucks. Embody the struggle. You have to write about that. Trump is the worst. Trump sucks. Trump sucks. Trump sucks. Trump. That's what she wanted. And quite frankly, music is for seduction. That's the whole point to have music. To seduce somebody. Really? You got any Marvin Gaye? You'll be in my lap in two seconds. Prince? Yeah. I know.
Or you get pumped up. You want to go work out. You want to go beat somebody's head in. You know, you get pumped up for a game. You wouldn't know anything about that. You'd ruin it. You're non-athlete. So anyway, you have that. What you got to be so jacked up in the head to sit back and watch Justin Timberlake and say, you know what, this this performance is not very good because he's Im- <laughs> he's embracing his white male privilege. Like who comes up with that? Like that's the first thing that pops into your head. You know, you know the person that does that. A person with a gigantic chip on her shoulder who uh, just wants to seem smarter than what she is. Just like Hillary. And I heard Rush yesterday as I was driving around. Hillary at Georgetown University saying climate change is going to hit women harder than men. And it's the great question of how does climate change know to attack women more than men and be harder on women more than men? What's cramps? What is that? What is that? I mean, yeah. Intensify the makes, cramps. It's, it's just the stupidest. And they get up there and they say these things and you sit back and say, God, they just say these words to try to make themselves sound smart, and yet they're the biggest dopes they are. But then you have stupid people that believe it. Oh, she's so smart. I never would have thought of that. Blah, blah. I never would have thought Justin Timberlake was embracing his white male privilege and blah, blah, blah. I mean, are you out of your mind? Are you out of All right. In the next hour, we have a lot of stuff to get to. Um, apparently, Pima County Supervisory Board uh, doesn't want uh, crime to be fought. We'll get to that. And uh, also, Adam Schiff, you know, Congressman Adam Schiff, Democratic nut job, the leaker. Uh, he apparently got pranked by a couple of Russians. They told him that uh, we got some naked pictures of Trump or something like that. You got The phone call is out there. You got to hear it. It's hilarious. We'll get to that. Don't go anywhere. Back in five. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. 806 on this Trump Day. What is happening? It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, baby. Three things I think you need to know. What a day. I mean, this is just huge. Number one, this is this is bombshell for the country. This is a historic day. Uh, texts have been revealed. Fox News had the exclusive. Came out early this morning. Texts sent, yes, between the lovers of the FBI, the affair couple, uh, Peter Stroke and Lisa Page, show that Obama was in on the Hillary email scandal. This is uh, This is a big deal, right? Apparently, they were told, here's what it says, Lisa Page wrote to Peter Stroke on September 2nd, 2016, a couple of months before the election. We got to give some talking points to uh, James Comey because, quote, POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. And they were the ones in charge of the Hillary email scandal. POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. So they knew something was going on. It was just a few weeks later they found all those emails on Anthony Weiner's computer from Uma Abedin. And, man, oh, and of course, they didn't tell Congress till October 28th. But uh, was this also about the, the spying on Trump? Because they got that FISA memo before that as well. What's the latest? What's going on? Because one of the other texts that was discovered and released yesterday, and actually this, this morning, um, is the fact that Lisa Page wrote to Peter Stroke at, uh, six days after the election, November 14th. Quote, God, being here makes me angry. Lots of highfalutin national security talk. Meanwhile, we have our task ahead of us. What's our task? What is the task? Impeaching the president? The day before she wrote her lover, I bought all the president's men. It's a movie. Watergate. Figure I need to brush up on Watergate. This is freaky stuff. This is like trying to overthrow a government, an elected leader. Second thing, I think you need to know uh, the Trumpster has said, listen, uh, we can't have illegal aliens coming here, especially the gang members, that kind of stuff. If these loopholes aren't closed, 
we don't get this deal on uh, illegal immigration, I think we should shut down the government. Whoa. Uh, Art of the deal. Art of the deal. What do you think the public reaction would be, huh? We're shutting down the government because Dems won't secure it. Dems are letting gang members in here. You think that's the power position right there? You think that's the power position? I think it is. They can't fight it because when they go, well, look at what he's doing. He goes, I'm shutting it down for America. You're shutting it down for people who didn't belong here. Exactly. That's what... I'm telling you, this is a genius move. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's a genius move, right? Third thing, I think you need to know, and we're going to talk to Allie Miller in just a second. Yesterday, the Pima County Supervisors, led by Sharon Bronson and Richard Dick for short, Elias. What? That's what you call I don't have a lot of time left in the show. i got to call him Dick instead of Richard. They voted to turn down almost a million and a half dollars from the federal government that's given to our sheriff's department so they can, uh, well, because those sheriff's deputies help our federal government fight illegal immigration, crack down on drugs, that kind of stuff, secure the border. They shut, they turned it down because, well, they don't like Trump and that kind of stuff. Three things I think you need to know. As a matter of fact, Ryan, can you, before we get Elliot, could you get the uh, Richard Dickalia sound bites from uh, last year? Or was it even two years ago? I forget, where he actually... Uh, was so racist, and only only we call him out on this uh, in the media. Nobody else is calling him out on this, right? Richard Dickelius for two weeks in a row, at, at, or two supervisors' meetings in a row, uh, decided to crack jokes about the Border Patrol being racist. Do you remember this? Let's play the first one. Here we go. We understand that it's important uh, to share those dollars and to make sure that the roads that we all drive on, because believe it or not, when I bring my passport with me, I can go past River Road. And drive on Thornydale and Ihem. That fell flat. And not be fearful of getting stopped by the Border Patrol, but rather <laughs> I have a little better roads to be able to drive on that. And then there's the one, play the one right below. Yeah, that one. Here we go. He tried this again. Here we go. I was just going to say that I was up there uh, in District 1 this weekend. And, and yeah, I, I, I took my passport with yeah. me just in case. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, uh. never know what's going to happen. That was a there. visa, not a passport. Ah, there's a lot of those Border Patrol guys running around, oh, okay. so I was careful. Border Patrol's racist. That's Supervisor Dickelius. Uh So anyway, he was one of the people that turned down this money from Operation Stone Garden. Uh, to explain what happened, this is really ridiculous, is Supervisor for Pima County, one of the supervisors who sits on the same board is uh, Allie Miller. Allie, thanks for bringing this to light. Uh, welcome to KNST. How are you doing? Good. Good morning, Garrett. Okay, so... um. You, and I'll put up this video on my page uh, at facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Please like it and follow it. You put up, uh, and it's like three minutes, supervisors Elias Bronson and Valadez deny $1.429 million grant to the Pima County Sheriff's Department. Explain what happened. Um, Well, the Stone Garden grant is to support law enforcement, and the federal government awarded it to the Arizona, State of Arizona Department of Homeland Security, Mark Napier applies for these grants, as previous sheriffs have as well, uh, every year, and they are used for overtime, mileage, and equipment for the sheriff's department. And um, they have, as long as I've been on this board, they have never turned down this grant. It's, uh, it comes in every year, and we've accepted over $5 million just since I've been on the board for the Stone Garden grant. But yesterday... Um, Sharon Bronson brought up the fact that the retirement 
that is associated with any overtime, she goes, hey, do we have, is this funded out of this grant? And Chuck said no. Chuck Huckleberry, okay. Yeah, and it, it was the cue. You knew this was going to go down. And then Richard Elias talked about, well, you know, they're using these this overtime and they're supporting the federal um, Department of Homeland Security and the ICE agents, and he did not want to support it, and they voted it down. Richard Elias, Sharon Bronson, and Ramon Valadez. This is free grant money to support our sheriff's deputies, to support that department, which uh, Mark Napier has been combing the budget, cutting the spending, and this is a grant we've been getting every year, and they turned it down yesterday. And, wow. and again, they turned it down because they said that the overtime that's paid by the federal government, uh, we have to then in Pima County supply the money to the pension because although it's all ours yes. and, and this, the, all the, the sheriff's department employees then get that in the pension. And, and it was 67 cents on the dollar is what the taxpayers that's, have to come up with. Huckleberry said it sounds like an awful lot to me, but he mm. said 67 cents on the dollar. I am going to verify uh, but it sounded really high. But he said $0.67 cents on the dollar is contributed to their pensions, and we have to come up with that money, let's say a million dollars, so you get to come up with $670,000 to support it. Well, first of all, it isn't all paid at once, but end of the day, this is a grant they've been accepting for years, and uh, my opinion is it's absolutely outrageous because this is going to further strap the sheriff's department because, as you know, there is uh, pending litigation over over um, pension, or excuse me, over the step increases that the deputies have been waiting for, and their their uh, assertion is that they were promised these step increases, and over the years they didn't get the raises because the county didn't give raises for years. They didn't get their step increases, and they've been waiting for the raises. And Mark has been working on a plan that is not step increases. It's more um, merit-based, but there's still the assertion from the deputies that, hey, we were promised these step increases. Uh, Whether that comes down to be uh, awarded in court or not, if it ever gets to court, I don't know. But right now, this seems uh, beyond crazy to turn down grant monies that are specifically to support our law enforcement to keep this community safe, especially at a time when you've been highlighting the fact of what's going on in Tucson Police Department, yeah. where they're, they're losing deputies. They don't have the support that they had. And now we're going to erode the morale of our sheriff's deputies and, and, and continue to cut on them as well. Um, that's kind of scary to me because I'm hearing about drive-by shootings in Rita Ranch. Um, mm-hmm. I, I heard there were two in two weeks' time. And this stuff will move out, you know, and, and if we uh, deplete our sheriff's department, um, it's not a good play. Now, hang on a second. Hang on a second, Ellie. So this money would be used to pay for overtime for the deputies. Would they have to use it for specific things because Homeland Security uh, gives out the money? Like, would, would, it, would they be used you know, to, to help it, out ICE or, you know, it, secure the border? It's to support law enforcement, and, and they have a broad range of activities that can include. It does not specifically say they every bit of this overtime is used to support ICE. But in their duties, they have to follow federal law and, and support the federal authorities when they come in. Now, do they have to fund it? Well, these are funds from the federal government. So, yes, it would make sense to me that you would be doing some of those activities but this is to fund overtime to keep the community safe. 
to ensure that there's good coverage, that these deputies are, are able to make sure that the community is safe. And for Richard Elias and Sharon Bronson and Ramon Valadez to deny these funds to keep our community safe, Absolutely. Uh, Beyond comprehension. Allie Miller's on KNST AM 790. She is a Pima County supervisor. Um, When I watched the video, uh, and we'll play the soundbite after, Richard Elias, Supervisor Elias, said that uh, he was against it because he doesn't want any further militarization of the border. Yeah, yeah. And, And this isn't, this was, you know, it doesn't say you've got to militarize the border. It is. Uh, Chuck Huckleberry and, and, you know, it's Richard interpreting it the way that he wanted to be able to stop this funding. And I can tell you that um, it is shocking to me. Why was it okay during the Clarence Dupnick years? Mm-hmm. Never got turned down then. Why was it okay last year? And now all of a sudden this year it's a problem? And, and I mean, I'm looking at a story now. I mean, Operation Stone Garden uh, last year was used to get a giant meth seizure. So it's not like it's just, you know, having deputies hang out at the border and arrest people that are walking across it. Mm-hmm. That, that's not how that works. No. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, you have that. It, and then, again, it's something that you said early in the, you know, in, in the first statement here that was very interesting. What are the odds that all of a sudden now Sharon Bronson is curious about the pension costs? <laughs> I mean, so she okayed it, like you said, five times. Yep. Five oh, times. More than five more times. More than five times. Five times since you've been on the board. Yep. And all of a sudden, yesterday, she's like, wait a second, something just occurred to me. Yeah. I mean, does not does it seem to you, and maybe you can't say anything, I don't want you to get in trouble, but it seems to me it was almost like a big setup. Like there was a big a big setup where it's like, let's let's just let's act as if you are caring about this. I have, I have a way that, I mean, it's almost like it goes back to trying to make Sheriff Napier look bad because they're going to, they're going to deny this and they're going to say, Hey, wait a second. We're trying to act responsible now with the money. Uh, It's almost like Chuck said to them, Hey, ask me about the pension costs. If it's covered there. It was absolutely orchestrated. I know the way they work down there and I've been, you know, been a part of it and been subject to it and seen it uh, occur over and over again. You know, when things are orchestrated, and that question being asked was not by accident. Um, and uh, Richard just threw in his obvious, um, you know, his, his bias against law enforcement, his bias against protecting our borders. Mm-hmm. He threw that in on top of it. But end of the day, what those three did, Valadez, Elias, and Bronson, was deny this community protection. And I think that is frightening that they do not support law enforcement. Because it's one of the core services that we should be providing, right? Yeah. But there's always money to build soccer fields. There's yep. always money to build the memorial and, and improve the uh, court complex. That's $40 million bucks right there that Chuck has blown on that already. And uh, the, the soccer fields and the courthouse. Those are two projects that the voters said no to, and he went ahead and did it anyway. And we always have money for those types of activities and those types of things. But, oh, for our law enforcement, oh gosh, we we can't come up with that those pension uh, funding. Um, it's it's just so obvious to the community, and the community no longer trusts them. And there's a reason they no longer trust them because they see it over and over again. And I don't know who they think they're fooling anymore. Chuck Huckleberry and his games that he has been playing with the roads and this new tax, et cetera. 
People don't buy it anymore. I'm sorry. We don't believe you. We don't trust you. And there's a good reason they don't trust us. You go back and read newspaper articles from 20 years ago. It's the same shtick, Mm -hmm. the same thing. Oh, sorry, your core services, roads and law enforcement, we have to cut funding there or unless you're willing to pay more taxes. But we want to build worldview. We want to build the courthouse. We want to build more soccer. Oh, we always have plenty of funds for that. And we're willing to issue um, certificates of participation yeah. against county buildings. Mm-hmm. That's where um, we're paying for worldview. Yes. 27 million, 15 million just for that. And they're getting below market value uh, rent rent prices. Yep. But and they mortgaged they, our buildings yes. to finance. And it's actually 17 million for the whole bank. And then on top of that, they, they again, they turn down money. The, the, like one of the, the core services from local government are roads, police, and fire. Yep. And they are ignoring the policing part. Mm-hmm. This, and the roads. And the, yeah, well, yeah, and they've ignored the roads, too. You're, you're 100% right about that. Um, Allie Miller, by the way, is on KNST AM 790, Pima County Supervisor, Allie Miller. Oh, really quick on Worldview. The, now that we uh, found out that that explosion back in December caused $200,000 worth of damage to a Pima County-owned building. Uh, right. It's Pima County taxpayer-owned. They are doing an investigation. I put this on the agenda because I had heard nothing from anybody, mm-hmm. the Worldview folks, the administrator, nothing. And apparently Chuck has said he's been in communication with them, and I guess we just need to trust them. Oh, yeah. But I put it on the agenda to ask about what were the damages, and are we going to require them to have more than a million dollars worth of liability insurance? Um, and, uh, and I had a whole list of questions. They are doing an investigation. He said they expect they'll be done with the investigation in the next month or two. Um, obviously, there will be corrective action plans and, and those kinds of things in place as a result of these investigations. And also, the deliverables on their performance year to date. I asked him about that. I go because I had sent a, a a question, a whole list of questions on that, and he said, "Oh, I received a memorandum from them on January fourth, and I'm writing a memo to the board. Why doesn't he just transfer the data over to the supervisors? Mm-hmm. We can read, and but he's got to sanitize it and make sure that it complies with all the terms of the contract." Uh, it's obvious that's what's going on, and if and, and Worldview should send it directly to the supervisor so that we can and, and forget Chuck, send it directly to the supervisor so we get to evaluate whether or not you're in compliance with the terms of the contract. And um, yeah, because Chuck works for you, that's the way it's supposed to be. That is the way it's but supposed it's not, to be. Unfortunately, yeah. that's not the way it is. And I'm sure I saw him in there, and I'm sure he was apologizing to them because they came to the meeting. Uh, about my questioning, but I'm sorry, I represent the taxpayers. I don't represent Worldview, um, and as you know, I was totally against that because it was uh, a crony deal. And um, but end of the day, the taxpayers deserve answers on what happened in their community next door to Raytheon Missile Systems. Mm-hmm. And I did, but he admitted they had uh, two hundred thousand dollars worth of um, damage. Uh, at their at the county-owned facility, I did ask about surrounding buildings, and he said, "Oh no, there was a little dust that had to settle." A well, I dust. know for a fact I oh. heard from people about tiles falling from ceilings on top of them, and so uh, I think there will be a little more damage than what he's talking about now. But we'll be getting an, a full report on that in the next month or so. And had I not asked the question, we probably never would have gotten a report. And someone. 
mentioned to me, well, why doesn't Worldview provide us with a video? You know they videoed this. They should be providing us with a video and explaining what happened and then explaining how it's never going to happen again. And I don't know if you saw the video on that, but Richard Elias said, wait a minute, don't we breathe hydrogen? Isn't there hydrogen oh. in the air? And I said, yeah, maybe you've heard of the Hindenburg, um, because he was trying to make the point that I was being ridiculous that hydrogen is not hazardous. <laughs> you know what? Can you can you hang on for just a sec? got to take a quick time out, and I sure. want to ask you just a couple more questions, just okay. going back to the... Um, it's great points about all the worldview stuff, and I appreciate your hard work on that as a taxpayer. Uh, but I also have a couple more questions about the cutting off the funding, the fact that Pima County supervisors just made Pima County less safe. Yeah. Um, I, I just have, I wonder what the deputies have said, and I have just another question that I, I know it's going to drive people nuts. So okay. please hang on for me, okay? Thank you. It's uh, Allie Miller, supervisor uh, over there in District 1, Pima County supervisor. We'll continue in 5. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk opinion is on this or heard, heard what his responses to this, but I, I know the deputies are very upset because they depend on this. Mm. I mean, they haven't gotten their step increases. Um, the raises haven't been what they were promised, according to the deputies. So we're, uh, we're you know, th- this is money that they absolutely depend on. It's for equipment, overtime pay. Um, and um, they have a right to be very upset. And I assume we'll be hearing an official response from Sheriff Napier, but it, as part of my job, mm-hmm. it's part of my job to accept these grant funds in, and we have oversight over the sheriff's budget, oh, yeah. which, which is uh, very difficult, I'm sure, for the sheriff to navigate. If he had control over his own budget, I think that would make a difference, but the Board of Supervisors controls that. And so we have the option of accepting or not accepting these monies, and now he is out these funds. And, and the interesting thing, this was a retroactive grant. It was retroactive to, like, the 1st of January. I don't know if any monies have been expended, but if they have, he's now going to absorb that out of his existing budget. I don't know if that's going to impact him. I haven't heard from Mark. But end of the day, it is just... Uh, oh, it's, it's making us less safe. Uh, last one, yeah. I'm just short. I'm short on time here. Was there any, because usually you have media covering the Pima County Supervisors meeting, right? No. <laughs> there were cameras all over the boardroom. There's always an Arizona Star reporter. I think Kagan, I'm not sure if Kagan, but there were um, several news organizations there. Um, I typically, I haven't, I haven't uh, heard anything. Or yes, I'm saying that there, there's no, so there were media there and nobody did a, a story about this. Not that I'm aware of, you know, uh, about these, um, these, um, you know, funds being cut. And there were a whole lot of other really important things for the community to know. We put up these videos and so people can get informed mm-hmm. because the media doesn't cover these exactly. things. Exactly. That's my point, too. Again, that's why I always say that, you know, you don't have to say anything here because I don't want you to get in trouble, but uh, High Pants Bud Foster over there at Tucson News Now, press release Bud, he only does what they tell him to do because he's all buddy-buddy with them. If it makes yes, him look good... Bud comes in and spews out Chuck's propaganda. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I'll say it because I don't report to Chuck Huckleberry yeah, or any of the other supervisors. Yes. I report to the people in the community, so um, none of them are going to impede my ability to express my opinion. So again, any time that, <laughs> you know, if you sneeze the wrong way, they'll write, you're the devil. Oh, yeah, and you're here. of course. But they actually have, they, they, they say that they've turned down money they've already accepted ye- for years. Yep. And that's not even a story. Nope. There yeah. you go. That's the local And there media. were a whole lot of stories out of that boardroom yesterday that people should be aware of. One of the things that people should be doing, call your board of supervisors and demand they ex- 
accept this money to support the sheriff's department and start demanding that they cover the core services because if they don't hear from you, from the people in the community, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a voice in the yeah, boardroom, you're only one but five, they need though. to hear from the people that they, that they yeah. represent. You're right. Uh, so. Allie, thank you for doing the, the, the great work and for reporting this because the rest of the media, obviously, uh, it's not part of the agenda. So thank, yep. thank you very much, Allie, for the time this morning. I really do appreciate it. Okay, thank you, Garrett. you got to take care. 837, we'll continue. Here's the latest from Fox. All right, 845, thank you for hanging out. A little bit late, but that was a hell of an interview, wasn't it? Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 Tucson's most stimulated talk. Again, I'll put this video with Allie Miller. We're going to play uh, up at KNST.com. Real quick, three things I think you need to know. Texts released by Senator Ron Johnson. Uh, between Peter Stroke and Lisa Page, the two lovers of the FBI, show that uh, Obama knew about the Hillary investigation, maybe even the Trump-Russia stuff, the the spying on Trump, I should say. One of the texts released is about Comey needing information because he's going to brief POTUS and, quote, POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. That was in one of the texts. And then the chick, Lisa Page, texted her lover, Peter Stroke, after the election and said, um, <clears throat> are you ready for this one? We have our task ahead of us. What, impeaching Trump? This is incredible. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, and we just uh, blew this up with Allie Miller, the Pima County supervisors voted three to two for the first time ever to not take money from the federal government, Homeland Security, that goes to the Sheriff's Department to help pay for costs to keep things more secure. They turned down over a million, almost a million and a half bucks that pays overtime to deputies and everything else where they do all kinds of stuff. It's not just that they have to, you know, secure the border and work with ICE, but it's for other things as well. Drug busts, you name it. They turned it down. I think it's a big setup. I'll I'll explain in a sec. Uh, So Pima County supervisors, along with Chuck Huckleberry, making Pima County less safe. It's time to oust these clowns on the board. Elias, Bronson, uh, and, and the other one, Valadez. Third thing I think you need to know, President Trump said, you know what, if the, uh, if the, you can't get a deal on illegal immigration. Stop the loopholes. Stop killers from coming here. I think we need to shut down the government. Democrats won't play ball. I think we need to shut it down. It's a hell of a play. I don't know if it's going to happen. The House has already passed a uh, a, a, sh- a stopgap uh, spending bill, a short one, because the funding runs out tomorrow. Senate's working on it. We'll see. Trump has to sign it. Three things I think you need to know. I want you to hear what happened yesterday at the meeting. We're going to start with, uh, you're going to hear Supervisor uh, Richard Dick for short, Elias. First, uh, I'll, I'll pause it for, for things. Here is why he wants to get rid. Now, again, remember, they have taken these funds from Homeland Security for years. Allie Miller has been there. She's like, we've done it, what, at least five times, but it's, it's gone back for years. Dupnik, the old sheriff, he did it. Listen to what all of a sudden uh, Elias had to say. Here we go. I have a problem with both of these. This is about further militarizing our border. What? And this is also about us... Uh, putting our sheriffs in the position of starting to um, enforce immigration law on the border. And I think it's a bad move for us. Pause it. So he th- he wants to say it's all about uh, stopping illegal immigrants. And we can't have our deputies, our, our sheriff's department, working with ICE agents, Border Patrol. He, you know, he's racist. He thinks Border Patrol is a bunch of racist guys. This dick Elias. We played the sound bites earlier in the hour to start off. They're going to pull me over, uh, you know, on North River Road because I'm brown. That's what he said. 
Uh, let me go back to January 20th of last year. Operation Stone Garden leads to meth seizure. This is from CBP.gov, Customs and Border Protection. Arizona Department of Public Safety troopers seized more than 34 pounds of meth worth almost 103 grand during a joint operation with Tucson Sector Border Patrol. Now, it's not the sheriffs, but this is part of Operation Stone Garden. It led to the meth seizure. The driver, a female U.S. citizen, arrested, booked into the Pima County Jail pending state prosecution. So, uh, Sharon Bronson has voted for, I mean, well over five of these, accepting the money, everything else, never a question. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Sharon Bronson is wondering, do we have to ever pay, like, into the pension to cover the costs for overtime? And All of a sudden, now the light bulb goes off in the driver, Sharon Bronson's head. What about the pension cost this is causing? Because we got to pay the pension cost for the overtime. We don't have to pay for the overtime. We got to, we got, well, I never thought of this before. Listen, here we go. Mr. Chairman. Please. Uh, on item A, I noticed this is for paying overtime and mileage. Uh, in terms of paying overtime, does that, uh, uh, is that then um, obligate the county for uh, retirement benefits? And what would be the result if we did not accept these grants? Not just the fact is, is that that money won't be available to us in the sheriff's department for those specific items. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, that I understand. Uh, But what is it? Well, it was to your question. What are they doing with the money? Right, exactly. And clearly in the background information, um, program goals and predicted outcomes, managing our borders, administering immigration law. Wow. It's right there. That's in the background material on item eight and that, item nine. That's all we need Frankly, for now. it's about... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Play, actually, play, 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 play. Good. ...about equipment. That's even a more equipment. precarious uh, use of those funds in militarization. Militarization. You mean egregious? Not egregious, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're correct. Egregious. <laughs> smart, smart dickolese. I'm, I'm getting it. That's okay. That's all we need for now. Um, what I want to know is, and I'll send a text. Sheriff Napier is a very nice guy, but why is he not outraged at this? Why is he not speaking out against it? I'm going to call him during the break, see if he'll talk, because I think he is getting set up like a mother, like LT said, Lawrence Taylor. Because now they're going to divide the deputies. We want the money. And he's going to say, I have no money to pay you. Get him out. Oh, you know what? He's not paying the deputies. We need a new Democratic sheriff in here. Uh huh. Watch out. 851. We'll continue in 5 KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Dominate! That's right. I think I was born with a uh, a good feet brain support. Good brain. And anyway, <clears throat> dominate, whatever. You know who wasn't? Supervisor Nick Elias. Anyway, it's uh, your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out on this uh, this Trump Day. We're already uh, halfway through the week. I know it probably just started for you, but I've been up for a while. <laughs> anyway, three things I think you need to know. This is a frigging bombshell. This is huge. It's ridiculous. 
that uh, if media doesn't cover this. These are actual facts. You can't make it up. Uh, the FBI lovers, Stroke and Paige. First thing I think you need to know. Paige, the chick, sent a, a text to her lover, Stroke, on September 2nd, 2016, about prepping Jim Comey, who was the head of the FBI. He, I guess he was going to have a meeting with them or something because, quote, POTUS, that's Obama, President of the United States, POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. That was September 2nd, 2016. They were in charge of the Hillary investigation. Uh, they also had involvement in the uh, the Trump spying situation. Oh, and then after that, more texts were released. November 13th, 2016, five days after the election. The chick Paige wrote to her lover, I bought all the president's men. Figure I need to brush up on Watergate. That was a movie, all the president's men. What we what? We, what? And the next day, November 14th, she texted her lover, God, being here makes me angry. Lots of highfalutin national security talk. Meanwhile, we have our task ahead of us. Oh, you are out. What is their task? Trying to impeach Trump? Your FBI employees. What's going on? They need to be subpoenaed now. Get them now. Obama knew. Our task. Secret society. Holy crap. They're trying to overthrow the government. Second thing that I think you need, that was a big first thing, wasn't it? Second thing I think you need to know, yesterday, Pima County supervisors voted 3-2 to two along party lines to make Pima County less safe. For some reason, for the first time ever, they turned down got money from the federal government from Operation Stone Garden that they've taken for years, going back to the Sheriff Dupnik days. Why did they do it? All of a sudden, Sharon Bronson has a... As a, a brain, a brain turns on, the light turns on. Oh, who covers the pension costs for all this money that we use to pay the officer? Oh, we do. Now I have a problem with that. Really? And then you get Supervisor Dick Elias, who thinks that, you know, Border Patrol's racist, saying, I'm against this because this makes our sheriffs work with the uh, ICE and secure the border and militarize the border. Excuse me? Yeah. Third thing I think you need to know is this. The Trumpster playing 4D chess again says yesterday, I'm willing to shut down the government. I think we need a government shutdown if the Democrats do not want to have border security. If they don't want to stop loopholes that let illegal alien killers get in here, we need to shut down the government. What are they going to say? No, we want loopholes? I mean, this is a brilliant move. I don't know if he's going to do it, but we'll see. Funding runs out tomorrow. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, the president literally just tweeted out less than a minute ago, new FBI texts are bombshells. POTUS new. Remember, really quick, remember the president said, Obama was wiretapping me. He was spying on me at Trump Tower. POTUS wants to be briefed on everything we're doing. POTUS wants to know. I'll read the exact thing. Hang on. This is released again by Senator Ron Johnson. POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. President of the United States. Oh, boy. How does the media not cover this one? By the way, the Democratic uh, memo, before we get to uh, Supervisor Steve Christie in just one second. Thank you, Steve, for being patient. Um, the Democratic memo, according to Republican Congressman Lee Zeldin, it was very interesting. The Democratic memo is 10 pages, right? And apparently, uh, the uh, nut job, Adam Schiff, purposefully, purposefully put into the Democratic memo uh, sources and methods. So it had to be changed, right? It had to be changed. Because the FBI is not going to allow sources and methods. That wasn't in the Republican one. So then what's he going to say? Oh, my memo was changed. Watch. It's crazy. All right, now let's uh, talk about what happened 
at the Pima County Supervisors meeting yesterday that, again, the media chose to not report. They reported about Worldview, but when, isn't it news when Pima County Supervisors turned down about almost a million and a half dollars? Almost a million and a half dollars in money that could be used to pay sheriff's deputies to keep the community safe? Pima County Supervisor District 4, Steve Christie, joins us now. Steve, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, and I appreciate you making it clear the differentiation between my appearance and Chris Christie. Yes. Uh, uh, you, uh, you didn't eat a family, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't sit on a beach like a beached whale and say nobody else can use it. So, yes, you're good. You're good to go. Sorry about great. that. Sorry about that. Well, great being on your show. Thank you. Well, thank you so well. What was your reaction when uh, all of a sudden, for the first time ever, the Board of Supervisors voted down funding from the federal government to help cover costs for the uh, Sheriff's Department. Well, quite frankly, Garrett, this one really ca- kind of caught me by surprise and blindsided me because I had assumed when this uh, came up on the agenda that it was going to be another one of uh, Supervisor Elias's posturing, that, as he's done so, um, pro, uh, I'd say, promiscuously in the past uh, with his resolutions uh, you know, to pull out of the Paris Climate Accords and against the border wall and for space, uh, safe spaces in county buildings, uh, as well as um, uh, a host of other ones, uh, sex, gender, immersion therapies, and all this. So it was assumed, at least by me, that uh, he would make his statement against uh, the border uh, enhancement of uh, enforcement and that he would attack Trump and he would attack ICE. And uh, eventually, at the end of the day, or at the end of that vote, that it would probably go 4-1, um, against uh, uh, denying or refusing the grant. Um, supervisors uh, Bronson and Valadez, I'm not in alignment with them politically, uh, but I could not believe for the life of me that they would turn down government money to enhance law enforcement and to support our sheriffs. I, was, I, was just, I took my breath away. I thought, what in the world is going on here? And, um, I, you know, I, I can understand them supporting Supervisor Elias and past resolutions of his as a matter of party lines and uh, party posturing and party support, but there was never any grant money involved or never any issue of law enforcement, particularly our own sheriff's department. And when the vote came three to two, I, I, was, I was just absolutely shocked, and I, it just kind of like... Uh, it was a body blow. I thought, you know, Sheriff Napier, who uh, he, he and I might have differing, differentiating um, feelings about the border wall, but he's always maintained, he said, his position is, you know, give me, instead of spending money on the wall, give my department the money to defend the border. I can put it, put it to better use. Well, here's a perfect example of federal money going to our sheriff that he says he can put to better use, and then uh, the the majority on the board of supervisors deny that out of out of for what for whatever reason I'm still dumbfounded about. Other than Supervisor Elias is always positioning himself anti-Trump, anti-border, open borders, anti-border wall, open borders, and that kind of thing. So. I was absolutely uh, my my breath was uh, pulled away on that one. You know, I'm glad. Uh... You just said what you said, and rather we were talking to Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie on KNST AIM 790. So, uh, really quick, Sheriff Napier has said, instead of giving the money to build the wall, because I know you're for the wall, and he's been uh, 
not for the wall, and then we called him out. He said, hey, I'm for a wall in certain areas, but not all of them, whatever. You know, he's a nice guy, but he gets kind of squishy on that. Um, this is why we need the wall, because you never know when there's going to be somebody that will all of a sudden take that money that was used to bolster border security and cut it, where once the wall goes up, you're not knocking down that wall, you know? So yeah. that's why, that's uh, a- you know, Napier needs to just, you know, calm down and watch out about that, I think. Well, I, I, I want to make it perfectly clear. I have the greatest uh, admiration and support for Sheriff Nate. Oh, no one's, no one's doubting that, but we're just saying, you know, you know everybody could have a different opinion about things. Yeah, he, he does have a different approach to the, the uh, border wall. Uh, I believe that we should have a border wall. Um, but, again, that's a, a different uh, subject and a different topic as to what yes. happened to the Board of Supervisors. But, nonetheless... Yes, uh, so hang on a second. I, so night, night, what, what, the, the meetings are, what, every Tuesday at 9 a.m., is that right? Uh, it's first and third Tuesday Thursday. of every month at 9 a.m. So yeah. 9 a.m. So that happens. So what? do you have any approximate time? When did this take place? Like 9.30, 10 o'clock? No, like no. I think it was towards the end of the meeting, and we had a, a marathon session yesterday, okay. believe me. I, I think it was somewhere probably in the early afternoon. I, I can't be certain, but I'm, I don't believe it happened until late in the, in the agenda. I'm just, again, and I'm, we're waiting to hear from uh, Sheriff Napier. He, I, he said he couldn't. He has meetings this morning, so he can't come on the show maybe tomorrow, and I told him the time or whatever, and he said, I'll let you know because I want to ask him about this because, you know, me, if I'm the sheriff and all of a sudden I'm getting a million and a half bucks basically cut, right, that I could use well, to pay my deputies, I'm going to sit there and raise holy hell as fast as I can. Well, I got to believe that he was, uh, uh, his reaction was like mine. I think this was, he was blindsided. I, I uh, got to believe that he felt like I did, that the, the common sense would, would prevail in the, during the uh, discussion in the day. And when I saw the vote going uh, against, accepting this uh, uh, grant, I, I was absolutely shocked, and I'm sure Sheriff Napier was too. How can we turn down grant money for law enforcement along our border for our own sheriff's department? It makes absolutely no sense. I, again, not to be repetitive, but I thought it was just another political posturing yeah. by Supervisor Elias, but obviously there was more to it than that. Well, do, do you have any idea as to why they would randomly do this? Because, again, for Sharon Bronson to randomly come up, because what she must have voted for this... How many years has she been there? You know, at least 10 years? She must have voted uh, for this at least 10 times, right? Yeah. And all of a right. sudden now she's worried about the pension costs? She's worried about six hundred seventy grand that's paid out over a number of years? Uh, in, you know, you know, you know and, and if you look at a $1.2 billion budget, one, almost $1.3 billion budget Pima County has, it's peanuts. It's peanuts. So, like, well, what, what, what is the end play here? Is it really just a shot against Trump? Or are they trying, I, do you think, that, and this is my conspiracy theory hat, trying to make somehow Napier look bad as a Republican sheriff, that he doesn't want to fund them, and blah, 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 they can kind of pin this on him to get some Democratic mayor in there that'll do whatever they want. All of what you've just articulated has validity. Wow. Wow. I mean, this this is not good. I Now, is, is this something, I don't know how it works, you tell me, um, where when they're ready to cut this, would this be something where Huckleberry had could voice his opinion and say, are you guys sure you want to do this? Because this is going to, like, it could be about anything. If they want to all of a sudden cut road funding or say no to soccer fields that they want to buy, he could pipe up and say, hey, I think we should do this, or this is my opinion, you do you want. Could he ever say anything? Well, certainly the county administrator can can state his opinion on anything at any time, and he usually does. Um, so I uh, I don't know what his position is on this, and I, I kind of, I'm trying to shy away from the conspiracy theories because yeah. I don't like to get to devolve into that. But uh, certainly, uh, and the other issue that's concerning, if we've turned this down this year, 
what's going to happen if it comes up again next year? Will we be even offered that grant? Man. Um, now, again, this, this is all politics in this aspect. I mean, we're having issues with Tucson Police Department, and they are losing people left and right. I mean, they're losing almost 100 officers a year on average, uh, and they can't replace them fast enough. And, it, you know, they have a horrible morale there, and it's led by the chief, Chris Magnus. He's got major, major problems. Um, and it's all him and the, and the council there. Now, do you think this could be used? Because, look, you need a third person. You need a third vote to vote with you and Allie. I don't know. who is anybody up for election this year or next year? Could this be used against them to where those guys, Valadez, Bronson, and um, Elias, voted to make Pima County less safe? Well, unfortunately, like so many other issues that are before the Board of Supervisors, the first um, opportunity for there to become a Republican majority is not until 2020. Mm. And, uh, and on a number of these issues, such as the one we're currently discussing, we don't have the time or the uh, ability to wait for uh, that to happen and with no guarantees that it would ha- ever happen. So uh, it's, it's a very uh, difficult, frustrating, and, and uh, tenuous position that the, the minority on, on the board, uh, such as myself and Supervisor Miller, face consistently on issues such as these. So uh, unfortunately, to answer your question directly, 2020 is the earliest opportunity, and that's a long time away, and a lot can happen till then. Are you shocked, by the way, we're talking with Steve Christie, Pima County Supervisor, District 4 on KNST AM 790. Are you surprised the media didn't cover this? Wouldn't you think this, I mean, yeah, the worldview thing, and I get it, but don't you think this is kind of a big deal that is newsworthy? Yeah, absolutely. You know, they, they put the worldview in there, which, you know, that's certainly newsworthy, but they found that the sewer rate increase was uh, much more important than this. Um, I'm, uh, I'm shocked given the, the tone and the tenor of a lot of the media, um, or most of the media in, in Pima County, tends to be anti-Trump, anti-wall, anti-ICE, anti-border enforcement. I would have thought that this would have gained a lot more traction as far as uh, uh, bringing it to the, to the uh, public's attention. But uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe they were as, uh, uh, taken away by the end result as I was, that this me came out of left field that was I was not expecting. Yeah, it literally just makes no sense. There's got to be something behind it that all of a sudden they would do this. Now you know uh, Elias is kind of a nut, you know, and he's called Border Patrol racist in the past. Twice we've played the sound bites on the air. It's really terrible that nobody scolds him about all that, but they'll scold Ali Miller for stuff. Um, but there's got to be something, something more to it. I mean, again, it you know you they have certain rules. You can't say certain things. You can say certain things. How does it make sense? I mean, can you ask them, you know, they were to talk to them. How can you justify building soccer fields that people voted down in a bond election a couple of years ago uh, and paying for that, but not paying to keep the Pima County residents safe? Yeah, it's a, you're in a very difficult position because as inappropriate as, as Supervisor Elias's comments uh, that many have called and termed racist about the good people up in District 1, um, it, the appropriate it's obviously inappropriate for him to do that. that. There are times when it's inappropriate to engage him at the board level during meetings about those types of things. And it, and it, it kind of, you got to watch the, the ebb and flow of the agenda. And, it, and sometimes you just, you're in a position where you can't react as quickly as he, he comes out with those statements. By, uh, the, fa- by the way, he made uh, another flippant uh, comment about uh, 
a green card or a passport or papers uh, during the, yesterday's meeting again. You know, these are the first people to complain about offensive things, and this is offensive, and that's offensive, and blah, 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 blah. And he's doing this left and right. He's basically insinuating Border Patrol's racist. Everybody in District 1 is racist. It's only white people up there. He's brown. He's going to get stopped. It's, it's, it's insulting, and nobody wants to say it. This is... He's horrible. Like, he is, he's a bad dude. He's a bad person. Uh, I, you know, I know you can't say it. I can. He's more than welcome on the show to defend himself anytime. I know if somebody was calling me those names, I'd be... If I was confident in what I did, I... I'd go out there and school them, but, you know, they hide. Um, now, really quick, the the sheriff's deputies, I know they have a union, stuff like that. I mean, are you? wouldn't you encourage them to, to pipe up and demand that the supervisors change their vote on this? Is that possible? Can they change their vote? And should law enforcement stand up to these three supervisors? Well, I, you know, that's a, a great point. And we have a, another meeting this month. Perhaps there's another opportunity to... Uh, uh, revisit this whole thing. Um, I'm not sure how that would work as far as grant time frames are from the federal government, if it could be ap- applicable. But I would certainly be most willing. I don't know if it would do any good. I don't know if the, the majority supervisors would change their votes. Uh, as far as uh, um, law enforcement, I'm, I'm anxious to see what I can pretty much predict what Sheriff Napier is going to be saying, but I'm not going to put words in his mouth, mouth as he's perfectly capable of saying uh, what he needs to say for himself, but uh, uh, certainly it's important and imperative that he voices his opinion on this. And, and I can almost guarantee you, after what he's said in the past, that uh, you know, give me the the money that you would put to the wall, and I'll I'll put it to better use. I'm certain that uh, he's not feeling very good about all this right now. Well, you know, I'm going to send him another text during the break and say, you know, I'm on between six and ten, and I will give you any ten or fifteen minutes, whatever it is. Uh, whatever is easiest for your morning, and I would hope that within four hours he'd want to uh, make his opinion known to a very large audience that cares. Knowing Sheriff Napier as I do, he is always willing and accessible to the media and more than willing to talk to them under any kind of venue or or set of circumstances. So I'm certain you will be hearing from him. Well, uh, Steve Christie, Pima County Supervisor, District 4, thank you for the time this morning. I really do appreciate it, and, uh, and thank you for listening. Only if the others listen. Maybe they'd make better decisions. Who knows? Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm uh, glad to come on anytime. Thank hey, you. Thank you. That's uh, Steve Christie with uh, Pima County Supervisors, who is uh, shocked, just like you should be. And by the way, this is, and I think this is a great point that I made. I think I make lots of great points, but this is a great point. This is why you need the wall. Okay? You can, oh, we're going to have funding. We're going to boost border security. You know, you get McCain and McSally and Flake and all these rhinos, and they never want to secure the border, right? Yeah, we oh, we don't need a wall. That's crazy. It's stupid. We just need like drones, and we need uh, uh, surveillance and sensors and more people. Well, when the next nut job that gets in the White House, that is an open borders zealot, says we don't need the drones anymore. Get them back. We don't need these sensors. We're not replacing them. They're broken. Get them back. We we don't need to pay all these border patrol agents. Fire them. We don't. I don't want them there. They can do that, but they're not going to take. Nobody would have the guts to take a wrecking ball and start bashing down the wall it will be the immovable object that's why you need the wall 928 will continue you can react in five can st am 792 sounds most stimulating talk yep 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 what is happening 943 three things i think you need to know what a friggin morning huh that's why i love it every day it's something new every day 
Three things I think you need to know. We're going to have more on this in just a second. Number one, uh, texts from the FBI lovers, Stroke and Page, Peter Stroke and Lisa Page, show that Obama wanted to be informed on everything that was happening. He wanted to be briefed on everything in the Clinton email investigation, maybe even the spying on Trump thing, too. The texts show it. I have the story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, and you'll see it for yourself. Second, I have more on that in just a second. Se- and by the way, there's there's more. They they wanted to, um, uh, the, the ch- after the election, after Trump won, not even a week later, the chick Lisa Page texted her lover, the FBI agent, Peter Stroke, we, uh, you want, you want the exact words? It's frightening. It's frightening. Meanwhile, we have our task ahead of us. What, what is that? Trying to impeach Trump? Trying to make life miserable? Wow. We'll have more. Uh, second thing I think you need to know, Pima County supervisors on a party line vote 3-2, for some reason, turned down almost a million and a half dollars that would have gone to the sheriff's department to help pay overtime for law enforcement, for deputies, they get paid. They keep the community safer. Uh, Operation Stone Garden provided the money. Everybody accepts this money. We have for years here. All of a sudden, they didn't. Why? It's a very good question. The racist Elias said he doesn't want it to be used to militarize the border, which is a.k.a. stop illegals from coming here. But it's more than just securing the border and working with ICE. Sharon Bronson, all of a sudden, the driver, is worried about how much it's going to cost taxpayers to pay the pension costs associated with this really no problem paying for worldviews building or soccer fields that voters don't want but you're worried about six hundred seventy thousand dollars over years and years and years something's fishy third thing i think you need to know the president has said uh i will shut down the government if we don't get i think we need i think we need a government shutdown if we can't get the loopholes closed that bring illegal aliens here imagine dems trying to defend that no, no, we're going to keep these loopholes open. I mean, it's a brilliant move by his part. I don't know if it's going to happen. Ballsy by Trump, though, huh? Three things I think you need to know. So I want you to hear this soundbite real fast. This is, uh, this is very, very, very important. Uh, April 10th, 2016, in the middle of the Hillary Clinton email investigation, President Barack Obama, no, you didn't want to hear those words again, but President Barack Obama talking on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace. I think it was like eight years after his first appearance. Listen to this. Mr. President, when you say what you've just said, when Josh Ernest said, as he did your spokesman in January, the information from the Justice Department is she's not a target. Some people, Mm. I think, are worried whether or not the decision, whether or not how to handle the case will be made on political grounds, not legal grounds. Can you guarantee to the American people, can you direct the Justice Department to say Hillary Clinton will be treated as the evidence goes, she will not be in any way protected. I can guarantee that. And, and I can guarantee that not because I give uh, Attorney General Lynch a directive. That is institutionally how we have always operated. I do not talk to the Attorney General about pending investigations. I do not talk to FBI directors about uh, pending investigations. Hang on. Whoa. Let me take you back to the story from Fox News. They broke it this morning very early. You were sleeping. Newly revealed text messages between FBI paramours. That's lovers. Peter Stroke and Lisa Page include an exchange about preparing talking points for then-FBI Director James Comey to give to President Obama, who wanted to, quote, know everything we're doing. 
Didn't he just say I don't talk to FBI directors, FBI agents? Didn't he? I thought I just heard that. Isn't that is that what? Did you just hear that? The uh, let's go back. I do not talk to the attorney general about pending investigations. I do not talk to FBI directors about uh, pending investigations. The uh, we have a strict line uh, and always have maintained it. Mm -hmm. So president, just to button this up, I guarantee it. You. I guarantee that there is no political influence in any investigation conducted by the Justice Department oh or the FBI, not just in this case, but in any case. And she will be full stop, period. And she will be treated no differently. Guaranteed, full stop. Nobody gets treated differently when it comes to the Justice Department because nobody is above the law. Even if she ends up as the Democratic nominee. How many times do I have to say it, Chris? Guaranteed. Wow. You can bring me down over there. Wow. Obstruction of justice? Is it treason? I doubt they'd go for that. I know I'm going to get emails and hit up on Twitter. They're not even going to go for obstruction of justice, Garrett. Nothing's going to happen. I I get it. We've seen too many of these bad guys and gals get away with it. They were getting talking points for James Comey to brief Obama because, quote, POTUS, President of the United States, POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. That was a text from Lisa Page to Peter Stroke, September 2nd, 2016. By the way, Neil said, oh, everything's down the middle. There's no bias or nothing. The texts where uh, Stroke and Page have called Trump an effing idiot are there. Listen, there's there's no there's nothing that stops this, right? There's down the line, there's legitimate stuff. Oh yeah, we investigate everybody. Doesn't matter. This September twenty eighth, twenty sixteen. Text from Stroke to Page. Peter Stroke Lee's page. God called up to Andy McCabe's earlier. That's the number two guy at the FBI. He was till he left a week and a half ago. Hundreds of thousands of emails turned over by Anthony Weiner's attorney to the Southern District of New York includes a ton of material from spouse. That's Anthony Weiner's wife, Uma Abedin, sending team up to tomorrow to review it. This will never end. Now, again, they learned about this September 28th. It was a full month later on October 28th, 2016, when Jim Comey told Congress, due to recent developments, the FBI was reopening the Clinton email investigation. But Obama said it's all legit, right? Election day. Page wrote, OMG, this is effing terrifying. Peter Stroke replied, I am so depressed. Later that month, after the election, five days later, November 13th, 2016, Page wrote, I bought all the president's men. Figure I need to brush up on Watergate. Remember the secret society meetings? The next day, she wrote her boyfriend, mistress, affair guy, mister, yeah, whatever, affair guy. God, being here makes me angry. Lots of highfalutin national security talk. Meanwhile, we have our, in caps, our, O-U-R, we have our task ahead of us. Did they meet the secret society to figure out how to take down Trump using that dossier? They used the dossier to spy on Trump. Now are they using that dossier to create the narrative, which we know they did? Russia, Trump, Trump, Russia. And again, we all know Russia wanted Hillary to win because the only thing they make money on and their economy is crumbling is energy. And that's why they went to the Ukraine and Hillary didn't want any of our, she wanted to put the coal miners out of business. She wanted to sign the Paris Climate Accord. She would never have approved more drilling. She would never have let us capture our energy and sell it into the market to compete. 
So why would Putin want Trump, who's doing, who's letting us get our energy and sell it, drives down the cost, destroys Russia? Why would he want Trump to win? Last time, by the way, the last text from Lisa Page to Peter Stroke was June 23rd, 2017. She wrote, quote, please don't ever text me again. How many guys have received that, huh? This is a big flipping deal. A big flipping deal. 952. I'll get your reaction shortly. Don't go anywhere. KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk.